Hey guys, welcome to the All Jacked Up Podcast. I'm your host, Dana Jenkins, and I am all jacked up in all kinds of good ways. Everything we talk about on this podcast is going to come from a place of us being all jacked up about Jesus. But more importantly, everyone on this podcast, whether it's me, your host, or someone we're interviewing, we're all jacked up and need Jesus. So if you're all jacked up, you're in the right place. Mmm, 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 podcast people, podcast people, podcast people. I didn't feel great about that one, but we're going to go with it. Like, not my best. I know, not my best. I mean, I'm feeling good. Voice is back. It's it's post-camp. So, feeling good, but I, I, I can do better. I'll do better next week. I can do better. I can do better. I'm better than that. Hey, hey, jacked up people. It's that time again. It's time to get all jacked up in all kinds of good ways. Seriously, I hope you guys are doing great. I am doing fantastic. For whatever reason, this week, I have been stuck on the word fantastic. I don't know what it's it it just comes out. It is like my go-to word lately. That is fantastic. Um and I love it. Like it's got it's it's got a little bit of flair to it. Um it's it's fantastic. Um uh, but anyway, I I wanted to let you guys know since the last episode, remember the last episode was talking about the top 5 things that softball players do that just ain't right. So I want you guys to know I've had many people reach out to me after listening to the last episode, and I'm here to tell you, every response I get, it can fall into one of two categories. The first category, someone that has experience with summer softball, and they say, oh my gosh, dude, you that was spot on. You nailed it. Like, I've done that. I, my team has done that, or my kid has done that. Like, I've seen that happen. Like, holy cow, just on the money. Um, so kind of crazy. The second category is someone that has no summer softball experience and they immediately say, that is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. And most of them say it just like that. Even the dudes. All right. Um, so that, that's been fun. It's been fun talking to the people that, that now think softball players are filthy animals. Yes. So my intent for this podcast has always been to speak truth. And hey, there you have it. Sometimes the truth, it's it's ugly. Sometimes it's, it's just not pretty. So um, it's, it's all been in, in fun, though. It's been good. I've gotten some good responses. Um, but yeah, funny stuff. Okay. On to our fascinating topic for this week. Now, this topic will not be anywhere as gross as last week. So for those that have an easy gag reflex like me, rest easy. You're going to be all right. You're going to make it through this one no problem, okay? Now, this week, we are going to look at the first verse in John chapter 9. So, it was actually today. Today, I actually heard one of our FCA staff members, Brett Turner, Brett Turner out of Clemson, South Carolina. 
um, yeah, or Seneca. I guess you could probably say Seneca area. But anyway, I heard Brett Turner speak about this to a group of coaches today. And honestly, I loved it so much, I decided to dig into it a little bit further. So just kind of wanted to to see what was going on. So let's let's go ahead and, and get to it. So the chapter, remember we're in, we are in John 9-1. The chapter starts off by Jesus seeing a blind man and eventually healing him. But as usual, the story is so much deeper than that. So for me, I think to truly understand not only this piece of Scripture, but really all of Scripture, you have to look at what happens right before this. And a lot of times you want to look at what happens, you know, right after. So it's hard to focus in on just one piece of scripture. You want to look at what's around it to kind of get the context of what's happening. And so just to kind of give us the context of where we are and and what's happened when we get to chapter nine, we see that at the end of chapter eight, Jesus is leaving the temple because the religious leaders, they're about to stone him. Jesus had just claimed to be God, and if there is something that made the Pharisees, the religious leaders, all jacked up in all kinds of bad ways, it was to claim that you were more important than them. (laughs) I really think that's what it came down to. Like, I don't even think it had to be with with Jesus claiming to to be God. I think they were so egocentric. It was like, oh, you know, he can't be better than us. Like, we're it. We're the cream of the crop. Um, but that's just my take. Um, so that kind of sets the stage for what Jesus was dealing with as he continues to, to walk on his journey. Now, the, the version I read is from the NIV, New International Version. And the first part of chapter 9, verse 1 says, as he went along. Now, I don't know about you, but if I had just escaped a bunch of people trying to stone me, i.e. kill me, I know I would have a tough time doing anything, much less just going along my way. Yeah, like, I, yeah, yeah, just, you know, okay, like they were going to stone me and I'm just, I'm going to continue my journey, whatever. Now, since Jesus was leaving the temple, it was very common back in these times for beggars and for people that were crippled to be near the temple looking for help really any way they could get it. Um, and so this is where Jesus sees the blind man. Today, when I was listening to Brett Turner tell the coaches about this passage, he was teaching that if you go back to the Hebrew translation of this verse, it will say gaze. Like instead of Jesus saw the blind man, um, it goes back, it's translated as gaze. Now, this struck me and I couldn't shake the idea of Jesus gazing at someone, much less that person not even knowing Jesus was there. Because when we, when we think about when you're gazing into something, you are, it's kind of like a longing look. Like it's not just like a, a glance and it's different than a stare. Like when you gaze into something, you're really, I don't know, I don't want to say transfixed by it, uh, but but kind of. So you're you're in it, right? Like you're, so Jesus is, Uh, If we go back to the original version, it says he was gazing at this blind man. Um, And it just, that that just kind of hit me. I was like, man, this blind man, he's there. He's begging for help. He has no idea that the guy that could change everything 
was gazing at him. Honestly, I got to thinking and wondering how many times have I needed help or been in trouble and needed something and Jesus was there gazing at me, ready to jump in and I couldn't see it. Holy smoke, right? That'll preach. Now, the story goes on to say that Jesus spit on the ground, made some mud with his spit, his saliva, okay, ew, Uh, but then Jesus puts the mud on the man's eyes. He then tells the blind man to go wash in the pool. Now, I'm not going to lie. There is a lot to unpack here, (laughs) okay? Like, first of all, can we all just agree that sometimes help may come in some pretty strange ways? Ways that we could never come up with on our own and, and honestly wouldn't want to. Um, I, I don't think it ever crossed this guy's mind to go, man, I'm blind. I've been blind since birth. I, I don't even know what having sight would be like, but I know that I want it. And if, if somebody, if just somebody could come along and just spit on the dirt and rub it in my eyes, oh my gosh, if, if, if only, right? If only. So, yeah, let's just let's just chalk that up to I think we can all agree that help is is going to come in ways that that we can't even comprehend. Like it's just nuts. Okay. Um second, let's go back for a minute to people wanting to stone Jesus. Okay? I mean, it wasn't like they were just mad at him. They wanted to kill him. You didn't stone somebody just to be like, "Hey, we just want to let you know we're upset with you. We're angry." I mean, you stone that person and really with the, the, the intent, the goal is to kill them. But here is what I see Jesus doing. I see Jesus staying focused on his job. Now, his job was to save us and make his father known. Here's the thing. I get upset when people are mad at me. I want to fix it. I want to make it better. I, I don't want to stay in that space. I can't imagine people wanting to kill me and me not losing my focus. Like I, I just that I can't even wrap my head around that. I mean, dang. So yeah, just just think about that for a minute. That's that's crazy. Um, now the third thing I see from all of this is even though Jesus is in trouble, his gaze is still fixed exactly where it needs to be. Now, I I know I just said a minute ago, Jesus's job was to save us by covering the price for our sins and to make his father known. Now, my job as a Christian is to live that freedom out that I have in Christ by making my father known. Now, here is where For me, here's where I tend to drop the ball. When I am troubled or going through something difficult, and I don't always keep my gaze in the right place. Jesus left the temple after people picked up stones to kill him. And as he went along, his gaze was still on helping those that could do nothing for him. So here is my question To all of you for this week, I should say questions. I have three, okay? Um, So here are my questions for you guys. One, are you open to how help is going to come to you? Mm. 
Because, hey, let's just be honest. Like, we all want help, especially when we're in trouble or we need something. We, we all want help. But, I mean, if we're really being honest, a lot of times, like, we'll turn some stuff down if it doesn't show up in the way that we want it to. Because I'm telling you right now, I don't, I don't know that guy, the, the, the blind guy that this, this passage is talking about, but I, I can almost guarantee, again, why would he ever say, man, if somebody could just come along and spit in some dirt and rub it in my face, gosh, if, if I could, if that could just happen, I would be, I'd be healed. So, um, are you ready? Are you ready to have someone spit and rub some dirt on it? So in softball, one of the sayings is if you ever get hit by a pitch or, you know, um, get hurt in some way, everybody says, um, rub some dirt on it. Rub some, or maybe that's just us in the South. I don't know. A bunch of rednecks down here. Rub some dirt on it. Kind of like, hey, you'll be all right. Um, but here's the thing. Like, are you open? Are you open to how help is going to come to you? No matter what shape, form. Like, or do you want help, but you only want it in your way? Because chances are God's going to send some help to you, sis. God's going to send some help to you, brother, but it's probably not going to look how you want it to look. So are you ready to rub some dirt on it? Yeah. All right, number two, our job is to make heaven crowded, to make our Father known. Here's the thing. Are you staying focused on the task at hand no matter your circumstance? I mean, because Jesus, Jesus did as people were trying to kill him. Like I said a minute ago, man, hey, you guys know it's one of the things I said when I first started this podcast. I am going to chase some squirrels. I'm going to chase them. Man, they don't even have, like, I just, I come up with them. Uh, But I'm going to chase some squirrels. Now, for us, if our job is to make heaven crowded, if our job is to make our Heavenly Father known, we've got to stay focused because... If we get wrapped up in our circumstances, man, we're, our focus is going to be in the wrong place. So, and, and for me, man, I am super guilty of that. I mean, all the time, all the time. I, I get wrapped up in my own circumstances and, you know, just, I think we're all, we're, we're all really selfish um, people because we're, we're flawed. We're not perfect, right? So, um, okay. And number three, this is the last one. Is your gaze fixed on the right thing? Are you keeping your gaze fixed on Jesus or what is happening around you? And and that could go a little bit with, hey, are you staying focused, right? But I wanted to take it a step further. Remember, because a gaze is, I mean, it's different than a glance. It's different, you know, than just kind of staring off into space. A gaze is you are, whatever you're looking at, you're, you're into it right? You are, uh, we can say that, you know, people that are falling in love, they gaze into each other's eyes, right? Like it's a, it means that you are, you're there. You're, you're completely, totally, fully present with, with what you're looking at. So is your gaze, is it fixed on the right thing? Now, I know, I know this, this is a lot. I agree, but what a really good piece of scripture for us to dig into, Brett Turner, thank you, brother. Um, it was good. Just you you sharing that with the coaches today. I'm not going to lie. I was sitting at my table with some other staff members. I looked at them. I said, this, this is the next episode. They laughed. Um, but I knew, I knew, I knew it was, it, it, this was supposed to happen. So, hey, um, 
take a look at it. Take a look at this piece of scripture and see what you come up with. Because honestly, that's the great thing about scripture. That's the thing I love the most about it. God speaks to us through his word and God can use this exact piece of scripture to speak to you about something totally different. That's why we can read the Bible, the same book, the same Bible, we can read it year after year after year. And just in, in my walk, I know, I mean, I, I, I have a quiet time every morning and I'm going through First uh, and Second Kings right now. And those are probably my, my favorite two books of the Bible. I dig it. Totally love First Kings and Second Kings. But um, every time I read it, I feel like I come up with something, something different, something new. Um, God's speaking to me in a little bit of a, a different way. Man, good stuff. Yeah, good stuff. Okay, well, I hope this is helpful to, to someone in some way. And goodness, I really appreciate you guys listening. We continue to grow, which is a little mind-blowing. It's crazy. Um, but what, what a God thing. Won't he do it, y'all? Won't he do it? Hey, I hope you have a great week, and here is to spending the rest of the week all jacked up.